remember, you are in a body, but you are a soul, you are a spirit, you are an energy, you are a creative force moving through the universe, you are an infinite artist. Create yourself, design your life, awaken to your palette of potential. You are a mind, a body, a soul. Welcome to Cosmic Native Conversations. Now here's your host, Mandy Shantane Lopez. If you commit to yourself to create what you really care for, your mind gets organized, your emotions and your energy gets organized. Once all your energies are organized in the same direction, your ability to create and manifest is phenomenal. Osho. Welcome everyone to Cosmic Native Conversations. I'm Mandy Shantane Lopez, your host. And we're here to have some awesome conversations with our guest, Miguel Valenzuela, adjutant professor, TV host of Creative Minds, which is featured on PBS, catch episode 33, someone you might know is on there. And of course, he is a well-rounded artist. So we want to welcome, hey, Miguel, how are you? Welcome. Thank you for being here. Hey, Mandy, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk all kinds of creativity. Awesome, yes. What actually brought us to this point, everyone, is we decided that from our transition, from um, transmissions of a cosmic woman to now cosmic native conversations, is this two years that we had to really expand, to really just expand our mind, our thought process. And for me, I got to expand even more of my travels and really go into deep into Mexico, to Mexico City, Tepoztlan, Polanco, and just really gather a new perspective and insight for what could be beneficial for us moving forward in the near future. And all of that still had the same cultivation of the mind, the body, the spirit, but in practical terms, it was the arts. So what better than to have Miguel come and exchange creative intel, that's what we call it, right, Miguel? This Absolutely. creative intel of data and conversation between each other and we're gonna dive into like a multitude of what it is to not just be human, to be in this avatar of this experience, but also what do we do with the human as far as design and aesthetics and artistry and um, creating that artistry or witnessing that artistry. And we're here to really break the mold that you don't have to just be a practicing professional artist to be part of that world or to have that perspective or those aesthetics. So Miguel, tell us who you are as a human being in the body of Miguel Valenzuela on the planet Earth today on 42222. That's right. So once again, thank you for having me. I'm really excited because I get an opportunity to talk about what I really know. So who am I exactly? I'm a single dad, uh, father of two young girls, which really forces me in many ways and absolutely makes me focus on 
uh, the feminist aspect of life and bringing my children up who happen to be young ladies uh, to really push them into who they are, to not limit themselves. Another thing that I am is uh, I am an adjunct uh, professor at EPCC. Uh, I've taught at UTEP, I've taught at MSU, I've taught at uh, uh, the, call, the community colleges around, but right now specifically I'm at EPCC. I also have a TV show called Creative Thinkers, and Creative Thinkers was this concept that I came up with three years ago. And the idea behind this particular show was uh, for me to investigate and talk to creative people. One, just like you were saying a second ago, it's not really about just being an artist per se. It is more about being a creative individual, which we all are. But I think that we're quite often missing the idea of what creativity is. A lot of us think if I'm not a painter or a drawer, I'm not an artist. If I'm not a painter or a drawer, I'm not a creator. And in reality, uh, all of us embody this whole idea of creativity. And it's super important for us to regain this because we, quite honestly, as adults, have lost it. Uh, it is very important for many reasons that we can discuss those as well. Um, another thing that I'm uh, currently in the process as far as thinking creatively is a book that I am uh, kind of in the beginning stages, I'm, I'm uh, getting the ideas right now, which are very interesting because I'm gonna focus on the concept of what beauty is, aesthetics, life, art, and how it brings happiness to us. So those are kind of a few of the things that I'm working on at the moment. Yes, yes, I love that. Do you, before I wanna go on, ask you more about your book because I know exactly what you're talking about, but what do you think, Miguel, you're in your own you're in your own cosmic native universe right mm -hmm. so for example my cosmic native universe is that through the lens of like i'm always in a martha stewart universe like i always need a design and i always need to make sure everything like you know i just gave my partner a, a 50th birthday and it was kind of like my spring equinox ritual with like glass and flowers and beautiful food and all this stuff. But for me, that's so fun because it's this whole like design and orchestration of this aesthetic that people are going to not only see with their eyes, but they're going to taste right. and they're going to use all their senses. So what is your like, what is your universe like? So basically my universe is encompassed by my children and specifically my home. My home is very important to me. You guys are seeing some of the things, the artwork that I do uh, in the background, but uh, one of the main focuses is happiness for me. Happiness is very, very important. And one of the things that really allows me to be happy is to free my mind. Um, to be very honest with you guys, I had gone through a difficult time within the past, gosh, I wanna say four or five months. My mother passed away in uh, November and since then, I had a really, really tough time, not just because I lost a parent, uh, second parent, actually, because my, my dad passed away a year and a half ago. Uh, so I lost my second parent within about a year. And um, I went through some other difficulties uh, within my family, uh, to be uh, specific. But one of the things that I felt that I had to do was really just to allow myself to put all of this behind me. Uh, so my universe, can be a happy place for me to live in. It's extremely important for everybody to understand that happiness is within all of us, but we have to create it for ourselves. If we don't push the idea of being happy and to relax and to do these things that we love to do, whether it be painting, uh, dressing fancy, going out, 
having a beer or whatever. Dancing. Um, it is really the focus yes. of everything. Yes, absolutely. You're so right, Miguel. And yeah, able dancing. We got to move the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. Way, everyone. This is everyone from Able, the Dialogue Internet Radio. He's the creator of this platform. So we thank love you. To what he's got to say. And I'm really, you know, I'm I'm, I'm blessed uh, to meet people like you that bring uh, Miguel on. Uh, you know, it's always good to expand your uh, mental universe. Uh, it's very nice to meet you. I have seen your shows on uh, on EPCC TV, and uh, oh, fantastic. You know, it's it's, cool. it's interesting stuff. I mean, I come from television and radio, and worked in Hollywood for a little while, and. So, 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 you know, all of a sudden, you know, everybody wants to be a storyteller, you know, yes. that we got to tell our story, you know, and the beautiful thing about telling our story nowadays is that we don't need distribution. We don't need a movie house. We don't, all we need is uh, some tools and go out and create. And I think, uh, I think that so many people always thought that you had to go through Hollywood or some sort of a, a movie like uh, Disneyland in order to get things done. But it's just not true anymore. Some of the neatest stuff I've seen, uh, and it all comes from being creative. Um, I'll, just, I'll just share this with you and you can take it any way you want. But uh, when I was growing up, I was brought up straight English uh, from a father who was repatriated from the United States during the depression and grew up in Jalisco, Mexico, and still immigrated back to the United States. And, and but he felt that English was, you know, was English with no accent. I mean, he told me and I, you know, so you're, they're your parents, right? They're your indoctrinators. And, uh, so I, I did all that, but the weirdest thing is I made my living in Spanish television. Interesting. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't, isn't, isn't that, you know, I, I made my living in Spanish. I was the voice of the station, you know, uh, Univision 26, siempre contigo, you know, I mean, <laughs> and, and this is coming from a guy that was told, you know, speak English with no accent and maybe later on you can learn Spanish, you know, but here's the weird thing. Okay. Culturally. Okay. Creatively. My dad, my dad sang with mariachi. But how sad was it for me not to understand the words that he was singing with the songs that he was singing? How interesting. Hey, but I bet you they still like affected your soul. You were like, yes, I'm with you. I don't know what you're saying, but I'm with you with the vibes and the vibration. And you the know music, what? Right? All I can say is Juan Gabriel. I got to work with Juan Gabriel and I didn't know enough Spanish to understand the, the, the inflection of his words. And when he was younger, man, he was poignant. And I, but, but once again, the vibe that you were getting and the way that people were reacting to what he was saying, I said, this is really something real special. And now in my older age, uh, I go back and watch videos and I go, man, look at the meaning and the words and how people react because of the creativeness of this guy to be able to bring a whole group of people, you know, in, in some, in, in some auditorium to be singing every single word perfectly of his song. What kind of a connection is that? That is the ultimate creative connection. Absolutely. And and we're going to we'll we'll definitely have an episode just dedicated to that which would be the, you know, 
knowledge of the throat chakra and vibrational resonance and why certain sounds, voices, singers, pitches really like resonate with us in a way that it moves us energetically. So yes, that's, I'm so glad that you brought that up. That's, that's a must for, for now. I want to go back to, um, Miguel, you're, you're talking about getting in touch with the feminine side and you have two daughters, which I've seen pictures of the, the, they look like lovely young ladies. And then I always see pictures of like how you decorate your table and then like the outfit you're wearing. And then we have meetings and we're kind of wearing like the same jacket. (laughs) So I'm like- That's true. Right? So so what is your inspiration or what are your influences for design and why you operate like that? Because like I say, I appreciate that in people like right now, like Abel has the green screen with the cosmos and I super appreciate aesthetics. Like I love everything of aesthetics. So what are your inspirations and why do you do that? So even from a young age, I was uh, not afraid to express myself. And I think that's one of the things that most of the individuals that I know, people that are close to me appreciate. They appreciate the fact that I'm not afraid to do things. If I want to dress a certain way, I dress a certain way. If I want to wear pink, no problem. I can wear pink. I'm not bound to anything in particular. I don't really follow those rules that are uh, unwritten and sometimes even written that a lot of people follow. I think it's interesting that there are so many individuals, and I had a student one time tell me, uh, she did a project and she had a pink uh, cell phone at that point, And she's like, oh, I go, why'd you pick the pink cell phone? She's like, well, because of the feminist aspect, so on and so forth. And I said, why is that important to you? Like, if it wasn't important to you, you wouldn't have even included, incorporated into your work. And she told me, you know, it's very important because my husband, this uh, student of mine's husband would tell her that uh, even if there was a call, like his mother called her on her phone, which was pink, he wouldn't pick up the phone because he felt I don't know, inferior. I'm not sure what it was, but I'm not one of those individuals that is tied to those things. For me, whatever goes. For me, my main object and focus in life is to live a happy life, Uh, money or no money. If I make money, fantastic. If I don't make money, fantastic. As long as I am happy. I think a lot of people think that one must go up when one is up and really low when one is low. I think Mm -hmm. that you should enjoy the highs and understand that the lows come because there is something that we need to learn. So as far as the feminist aspect uh, or feminine aspect, uh, I don't think that I'm very focused on on the feminine aspect of things, but I understand that there are a lot of inequalities and I know that I don't want my daughters to go through anything like that. So I quite often teach them how to do a lot of things that one wouldn't say are very feminine, but I think that that I am creating these well-rounded individuals. But my mom would always tell me that from a young age, I would uh, like to do a lot of things like incorporate myself into cooking and in the same way that I would go out and uh, shoot BB guns with my cousins and get in fist fights or whatever, I would also Mm -hmm. come home and help with cooking. And that's one of the things that I have very recently within the past about year, year and a half, really focused on trying to create these gourmet meals Um, I'm going to be sincere and say that I used to eat a lot of uh, well-done meat because that's what I was taught. Uh, We get it medium well, so I would eat it medium well, and I always hated meat for that reason 
I'd have it very sporadically because I really didn't like the flavor. And now I have uh, medium rare, but I cook it in a very specific way that even if I go to a place like Cattleman's, they don't cook it the way that I cook it. So I don't eat steaks at Cattleman's, but now <laughs> I need a lot more steak because of that. So it's, I think it's very important to not limit yourself, I guess is the most important. And if there are individuals like my daughters, uh, any female out there that's really trying to push forward, I think we should encourage that. I think that we should highly encourage that. I don't think that we should limit ourselves because we don't know what will come of this person. So if we limit them, we won't allow them to flourish. And I think that that's detrimental to move forward for everybody, not just for females. But would you agree, would you agree that, that there are a lot more younger women that are, are risk takers now that are not afraid of crossing the line because it's where they want to get to. I actually work with uh, a uh, producer director LGBTQ out of uh, Los Angeles. Uh, she's a client of mine, and she, and she came up with the Ala Brava uh, Latina superhero, uh, like uh, you know the comic books. She does comic books, and, and it is amazing, you know, because I, I because of her, you know, that be, being a comic book, a novella comic book, uh, that. The interest for me was, okay, let me see what's here, right? right? I was totally amazed by going to the El Paso Comic Con last year and seeing the interest of young girls, not only as consumers, but as anime artists, uh, caricature artists. There are tons of them in El Paso, and they are very, very good. But women love anime, and I did not know that. And every time that she would pull out her book, uh, the comic books, Man, the girls would come running and then they'd look at them and they'd read the first couple of pages and they were locked in, you know. So I, I, I agree with you, I think. But I think the uh, there's a lot of young women, and I'm talking about even 17, 18-year-old women, that, that are learning how to, how to be this person that you're teaching your daughters to be. Well, my perspective on that is that, and I don't want to put blame on anybody, but I can say it because I've been in this situation where I limited myself. It's not to say that when somebody really digs into you and says, you're not able to do this because you're a female or you're not able to do this because you don't have the ability, you're not smart enough, whatever. But a lot of times we allow ourselves to be limited by us. And I think that that's one of the most important things for individuals to do is to focus on on really pushing yourself. Don't allow somebody to run your life. I think it's your life. It's a God-given gift uh, to be in this universe. So why not allow yourself to do this? Um, they always say back in the day, sticks and stones may break my bones, but <laughs> words will never hurt me. I think it's very important to understand that people say things sometimes. I remember that I, when I was young, you know, my parents said some things that probably weren't the best but I didn't allow that to limit me as an individual. And now that I'm older and more mature, one of the things that uh, limits me more than anything is myself, even though I don't think that I limit myself a lot, but the certain things, those few things that I, that I say, wow, I wish I could do that, it's actually me that's limiting myself. So we need to get out of that mindset. I think it's the most important because ultimately we're living in uh, this world for us. Uh, and if we can't help ourselves, how can we help others? 
Totally. We are in our body. We're in our mind. We're in our spirit, 100%. And, and, and to wrap up this kind of subject matter, Miguel, is that that beautiful fusion, because that's an art too, the fusion of balancing your masculine and feminine energies within all of us. As women, we have masculine energy too. Men have feminine energy, but it's the balance that really is the quintessence to how we express ourselves, right? And I can tell you that um, I'm a I'm a product of my dad giving me the confidence and the love and all he said was the only expectation he had of me was if you're going to do something you can do whatever you want but you better be the best one at it so my dad sent me into the world with confidence and with like you can do whatever you want like as long as you don't hurt people and you're a good person and all that stuff and you're smart and you know and so, so there's no doubt that you're doing the exact same thing for your girls. So, you know, I, I just want to say that because my dad did what you did and my dad, my dad's kind of like you dresses like you, he likes the arts too. There's something there, you know, that about the fusion, the balancing of the energies right. that um, create very powerful women. And so very cool. And, and you know what also able, I'm right there with you about the, the young ladies in the anime and the comic books, because I have metaphysical girl, which is a comic book character and she's all about metaphysics and i think it's because women don't usually come around talking about these like subject matters like metaphysics and superheroes and the quantum realities and all that stuff usually that's like a guy's game right like dungeons and dragons or like it's it's predominantly male but now it's changing right right and i i honestly wouldn't even look at it as like well, it's because all these years we were discriminated. I'm going to take back our power that we've always had and just say women are just coming out and like slamming that, that door open with their ideas, their concepts, their writing, their being, and, and they're here in this time because this was the space for that. So that's why we're seeing more of it and more interest because this is definitely the space for that. And I think that's really cool that we're having, again, this, this, this focus of art and this like, in our bodies, in our energies. Miguel is a parent, Abel, you're a parent, you're a dad. So so dads having to work this with their children. And to me, it's just like, it's incredible. That's why I'm so interested in, in all this stuff. And that's why I like talking about it. And, you know, my businesses, I'm the creator of the portal gallery where we explore sound healing and aromatherapy, CBD oxygen and everything of the mind body and, you know, finding the art and the science and the science and the art and then segueing to more aesthetics, which Abel, you came to my my other store, Aura, CBD Apothecary and Aromatherapy. What did you think as far as design and experience? Well, I mean, it's a neat corner. I mean, Olmacy is a great place to have a shop, but it's just so, you know, as it is, that area has got a, has a feng shui to it, you know, a, a yeah, spiritualness totally. where many different types of humans forget the, Chinese or whatever you are, but many different yeah. types of humans, they live there together, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you go there, you feel that, but your store is very nice. It's very, I like the colors and, you know, I mean, let's face it. I, I when I first heard of a, like aromatherapy and when I heard of uh, essential oils, I was like, well, you know, they're, they're selling oil, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, but the thing is that to understand how to use it in, within your life and within your spirit and with trying to, to get to a point of nirvana, you know, of just feeling like uh, we talked about feeling happy about who we are. 
especially, you know, as you get older, and you'll find out more, Mandy, is as you get older, you're, you, you really, it's in the back of your mind not to waste time with people that you don't need to be wasting time with. Totally. You know, I want, you know, uh, it's funny, you also talked about a renewal, you know. Um, you know, I'm a spiritual guy, uh, you know, I, I got that religion thing going. And one of the things was that 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 hit me in scripture was that uh, your past is really like basura. Mm -hmm. And that your past will block your view to the future unless you throw out the trash. You know, how many people have, you know, their whole life and memory like me, you know, I mean, 27 years at Univision 26, you know, and all of a sudden I, I had five tape boxes, you know, waiting to go pick up. That's, you know, that, that, that's an amazing thing and it's a life changing thing. But mm -hmm. I hadn't opened the boxes till two weeks ago and I saw what was in there and actually it enlightened me. But it also told me that it was time to move forward and to move on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hence the creation, the new creation always of ourselves, of, of even our, our occupations um, are the people we're with sometimes, the houses we live in, where we have our offices, our friends. There's always this recalibration, this redirection and this recreation. So Miguel, how did you feel when you had to, for example, because you just shared with us that you lost your mom recently, how, in what sense did you redirect or recreate an aspect of yourself from that experience? Well, you know, it's interesting that you asked that because I also lost my late wife 12 years ago. That's how I am. As wow, man. Um, wow. For me, mm -hmm. I think death, uh, is sort of a rebirth in senses. It, I feel like there are um, levels or time frames in which one re-emerges. Uh, re and I mm -hmm. feel like this is absolutely me re-emerging now. Um, I was working on my mom's um, Airbnb before she passed away and it turned out that my sisters ended up keeping it and I wasted a bunch of time. So now, thank God, because of the experience that I had uh, working on that Airbnb for my mom, now I'm having people come and, and redo my, uh, my guest house, which I'm also gonna turn into an Airbnb. So nice. I think one must use these uh, lows to take time to think about things so you can re-emerge on the other side in a much more positive way. One thing that I found uh, that you just said a moment ago, re recapturing or regaining the power that we already have, that's exactly right. We can never lose that power because that's the power that's gonna catapult us into bigger and better things every single time. So one of the things that I've done is I have uh, made myself healthier from this time forward. Um, when my mom passed away because I wasn't eating very well. I wasn't focusing on uh, keeping myself healthy. I had kind of my dad and my mom still on my mind. And as soon as I felt that she was at peace, then I felt like I could move forward in that mm -hmm. sense. So recreating myself, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about what I need to do. And one of those things is that book that I've been really doing a lot of research on uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, um, in the present because I feel like I have a new message that I need to get out 
that I think will help a lot of people because I've been doing, I guess, research without thinking that I was doing research in my classes for the past 13 years. And, and now I can voice my opinion on these ideas uh, through this book that I am currently working on. And I hope that it's something that people really latch onto because there are so many ideas out there that one needs to focus on things. And there are a lot of people out there that just don't feel good and one needs every avenue that they can get, whether it be through uh, meditation or oils or, or sounds or vibrations or anything that one can get their hands on to help them move forward. And that's super important, I think. Yeah, and, and so without giving too much of the book away, is there anything like a snippet that you can tell us, like maybe the, the thread, the path that you're on with something that you're writing or investigating that you really maybe had an aha moment or it was significant to you? Well, the aha moment for me came after I did my fifth, 13, 14 years. I can't even remember how long I've been working as a, as a professor instructor. But through all of these years, I was gathering information. That information was that how people perceive the world. Uh, people really aren't educated in art and creativity. And that's because through our educational system, we're actually sucked out of that uh, kind of way of thinking, which is mm -hmm. one of the things that I was thinking about. Like, why is it that so many people think they aren't creative? Like, who tells them that they're not creative? Well, in reality, little bit at a time, you're exactly. told through all of the things that you learn that what is important is for you to learn social studies and history and math and science and all of these things like STEM. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a STEM and then there is a STEAM. Uh, <laughs> a in STEAM is art. Art. You very rarely see STEAM, but you always see STEM. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Meaning mm -hmm. that if you become an engineer, uh, it's going to be fantastic. But think about this. All engineers are creators. They are creating bridges and totally. your home and roads and buildings. If they didn't think about it creatively, then they wouldn't be able to do literally the job that they do. So why not incorporate this concept of creativity and art? Totally. So kind of the, the focus and the catalyst was just figuring out why these people don't have this knowledge. It's almost like it was sucked out of them. I just watched a documentary the other day where they made reference to a study that was made uh, and there's actually a, uh, um, a survey that they or a test I guess that they give individuals and they gave individuals the test at three years old, five years old, 18 years old and 25 years old. When you're young you're about 90 to 95 percent creative. That means that the ideas that come out of your head are constantly evolving into something new. It's like if I want to get this thing out from behind the bookshelf, I'm going to figure out a creative way to do so. When you are 25, you're only 5% creative. If you can believe that at the age of 25, you've already lost 95% of your creativity. It boggles my mind. Why do we have to be in this predicament? We don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're so right, Miguel. Yeah, it's because we're yeah. taught exactly systematically they do teach you know children just to become you know workers you're just going to be a worker so that's how your brain needs to be like 
you know, categorized and blueprinted and stuff. That's why the school system really is breaking down and something hopefully new is going to emerge. You know, I'm very optimistic about that. My partner is a, a school teacher and she, well, she's a high school teacher and she has a PhD and she put in her resignation. She's like, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. You know, they're not even letting us teach for real things. It's all just like mechanic, yeah. mechanical robotic work. Yeah. So, um, but again, the optimistic thing is when something's breaking down, a new great thing is going to come up. So that's going to be cool, right? Exactly. Right, right. Ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. Yep. So, and and to attest to your, your point, Miguel, is that, again, my dad, my mom's in my life too, of course, she's wonderful, but my dad was a, a heavy character. My dad just like you and your girls maybe by the time i was 13 years old he said you better pick two things that you're going to be super involved with after school because you're not going to have any time at all okay you're not going to have any free time for friends for parties for zero and that ended up being my whole career into you know my bfa in theater and performance of performing and rehearsing in theater and dance and art and you know music and all that stuff so for me the reason i'm bringing that up is at 35 now i find moving through the world and creating so easy yeah and i it was because of that discipline at such a young age that i had to carry throughout my life which sometimes it wasn't all fun and games you know it was was very serious like just really quick people get mad because teachers like tell kids something and then the kid wants to record them and they're like oh how dare you i'm like what are you talking about we would go to ballet classes and be 15 years old and get like ridiculed all the time about our way about whatever and then we'd have to get in line and then bow and curtsy and say thank you maestro for the class thank you very much i'll see you tomorrow you know so i mean it's just like we need this like creative discipline in our life to be these like the people we were meant to be, which is already innately in us. And ha- and the great word that you said earlier that I wrote down to come back to was embody, to embody this creative presence, this creative intelligence, this way to move about the world that if there's a problem and it's not working for us, for example, like schools and all kinds of things, well, then we, the creators, can easily step in and do something about it. And we cannot be bitching and complaining. We just got to make it happen right right we got we got about four minutes left so uh if you need to move along okay (laughs) so miguel this is our our first episode together we're coming back and we're going to explore more more in depth is there anything you would like to leave our audience with until our next next time together i always encourage everybody to find their way in order for them to be as happy and enlightened as possible For me, from a young age, I was taught knowledge is power, and it has always paid off for me in uh, many, many ways. I think a lot of people are discouraged of gaining knowledge because through the education system, they're like, you know, if they teach me all of this stuff, math and science as an example, um, and I never use it, then how am I going to know that I need to learn more? I might Mm -hmm. learn a bunch of stuff that I'm never going to use. But that's Mm -hmm. not the way to view things. Most importantly, first, you need to understand knowledge is power. And secondly, you're learning it for a reason. Within your universe, you never know why you're gonna need the information that you just gained. So understand that it is always going to be a positive thing. So always be out focusing on this. Learn as much as you guys can. Don't be limited because the only person limiting yourself is you. You.
Yes. Thank you, Miguel. Miguel Valenzuela will be back with us from our creative intel on our next episode. Be sure to check out at the portal CI on Instagram at aura.cbd1111 on Instagram for updates and products. And as usual, check out the Dialogue Internet Radio for this podcast, Cosmic Native Conversations, downloaded on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you again next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you. You are an infinite master. You are a being who has lived throughout many, many lifetimes. You hold magic and memory in your cells and at the quantum level of your energy field. So who are you?